0: Welcome to this week's edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Hugh, and I'm here to take you through the very latest news and views, hints, tips, and tricks to help you on your property journey. Hello and welcome to the Property Buyer and Sellers podcast. I'm sorry we've been away for a couple of weeks. Unfortunately, due to ill health, couldn't manage to do the broadcast for you, but we're back and we're in action. So thanks very much for joining us. First of all, we are, as I broadcast at the bank holiday weekend, following the sad demise of our beautiful queen. And I have a little poem that I picked up um, from a writer unknown that I'd like to recite at the end of this podcast, because I know some of you aren't Royalists and won't want to hear that. But in the meantime, a few things from Property News. Many of you will have heard and been concerned by events in Scotland where Nicola Sturgeon has said that she wants to bring in rent controls. And she's trying to get that through Hollywood, the Scottish Parliament at the moment. The unintended consequences sprang to mind for me. And to give you an idea of the, the history of unintended consequences back in um, British colonial rule days in India, The Commonwealth decided that the cobra snakes were an inconvenience for the inhabitants and therefore gave a premium um, cash prize for anyone catching a cobra and bringing it to a local official. And so, what then happened was the impoverished locals began to breed cobras in order to kill them, to bring them to the councillors in order to make money. And then the government, having realized their mistake, cancelled the policy. And then what happened was the snake breeders released the snakes onto the streets and therefore they ended up with more cobras at the end than at the beginning. And I fear that Nicholas Sturgeon is not seeing the wood for the trees here. The first thing that happens when you announce you're thinking about rent increases is every single landlord that can will increase their rents to protect their position as much as they can ahead of those rent increases coming in. Now, given that rent increases are by no means guaranteed because it has to yet go through Parliament, I think the announcement was a massive mistake. The other unintended consequence is that many landlords will run for the hills and decide to sell up in Scotland instead of renting properties. And this will further exacerbate the housing crisis they have already over there where people are queuing up for every house that comes on the market. And by the way, it's not much better here in the UK uh, as far as the market's concerned. Every single time we get a property, we have a queue of people looking for it. So be interesting to see that develop. Watch this space. It has to go through Hollywood, the Scottish Parliament yet. And we'll be watching with interest. Of course, even if they bring in rent controls, they'll have to leave rents where they are right now. I can't see them being able to reverse them because how will people pay the mortgages that are based on those rents. Um, but what would happen is that they might have to link those rents to inflation. And I don't think that would be such a bad thing for landlords anyway. If they can make it work on their current rates, then current rates plus inflation will actually hedge them against inflation, which is what property's best at. And so I think for those landlords that are prepared to stick it in Scotland, they'll probably find that they're in a better position in years to come than they are right now. And I'm also not convinced that it'll get through Scottish Parliament, but it remains to be seen. And we will keep you advised here at the Property Buyers and Sellers podcast. Now, as far as the market's concerned, we are in what we call the mum's market right now. What that means is the children are back at school, mums and dads often back at work and now searching for a home. Over the summer holidays, the children got bigger. It rained. They came into the lounge with their bikes and with their now bigger frames and found that their house was a little small. And so we call that the mum's market because we find that in September, all the emails and all the calls tend to come in from mum. Men, you might think you're in charge, but you're not. It's the ladies in our experience at JA and. They come in looking for a bigger home. They look to sell their own and move on to a bigger. So it's quite a busy market, not as busy as the spring. The spring is, of course, the busiest market in the UK and the one that is most popular to sell in because it's also the longest period. It tends to start about March and finish in June just before the summer holidays. Now, in a really bullish market, it doesn't matter when when you sell really. And we've been in a bullish market, haven't we? So it hasn't really mattered the seasons. But as the market gets tougher, these seasons will matter. I always say, think about it like a funnel. If you're trying to sell your home, you wanna get as many buyers In the top to squeeze the very best buyer at the bottom out of the bottom at the very best price for you and your family which allows you to facilitate your move onto a newer and better property now in terms of the supply of properties that is severely limited because people are worried and when us brits are worried we tend to sit on our hands and do nothing people are worried about interest rates going up they're worried about fuel poverty the fuel crisis they're worried about all sorts of things and when we worry we tend to batten down the hatches save money and actually sit on our hands until we're sure of the direction of our own lives and the economy perhaps so that will be certainly something to watch as far as uh, sellers are concerned at the moment there is always a level of selling in the uk aside from those that still feel motivated to move and i think you know with moves, you should make the move when it's right for your family, not when the economy's right or prices are right. Because if you try and run your life on that schedule, it will never quite be right. And it just won't work out well for you. In my experience, move when it's right for you and your family to move. For most of us, when we're moving from a flat to a house, a house or flat may have gone up or down in value, but the same will be true of the one we're buying. And therefore, the move is quite often when you do the paper exercise, pretty much neutral. So if you're moving from a flat at 500,000 to a house at 700,000 and the percentage move up on the house is 10 percent, then, of course, that's gone up 70,000, while you've only gone up 50. But that's not a vast difference in terms of mortgage payments, that extra 20,000. So from that point of view, most of your cash is actually moving over to a neutral space. And I do think that's worth considering, because if you think about it that way, if the market drops off 10 percent, actually, that's in your favor because you'll sell for 10 percent less. But you'll actually buy for 10% less and a more expensive property. That 10% is worth more to you, another 20,000 more in the case we just discussed. So it's not necessarily a bad time for you to move. It does depend on your circumstances. Of course, this is not financial advice because we're not financial advisors, but just something to bear in mind. Wow. As far as the news is concerned nationally, inflation linked rents could force an increase in prices in the Priory chain. That's the biggest mental health care chain. So there's lots of fees going up there. Uh, House prices are up 15.5% year on year across the UK. And the biggest annual increases are in London. And the biggest beneficiaries of those are the retirees over 65s, over 55s rather. And they are taking out equity release more often now. And what we're finding is that the amount taken out of homes for equity release this year is forecast to be more than double the amount taken in 2015, according to analysis. Well, that's partly because there's more of these schemes available. But also partly because of the market we found ourselves in, Um, equity release is where you can release money from your property and either pay it back or don't pay it back. If you're over fifty-five, usually, and the older you are, the more they'll allow you to borrow. Again, this is not financial advice. You should seek an independent financial advisor if you wish to take advice on this. But it does allow those that perhaps don't care about their inheritance to release cash from their property, and then you can choose to pay it back, or just pay back the interest, or neither. And then when you're demise eventually comes then the property would revert the debt would revert to the mortgagee in other words whatever you've borrowed from them plus the interest which will roll up over time so if you've got people you want to inherit that money you might want to consider it carefully but if you have no beneficiaries and you're on your own it could be a very good way of releasing money for many i know uh, rents have risen sharply in cities across the UK, and the average rise in the past year is 10.5%, whilst in the countryside they've raised by 8.5%. So some really massive rises across the UK there. Uh, underperforming property markets have become the new hotspots. Some 208 local authorities have largely unperformed during the pandemic, and they've now become the hotspots. The city of Westminster is the only area to have seen a decline, but Camden, the city of Aberdeen, have also performed poorly according to new research they looked at which areas have started to build momentum on average the average uk house price increased by just 2.2 percent over the whole of the uk but of course it's so different regionally with prices in london and the suburbs climbing um, massively more but of course there was that point when coastal towns and holiday destinations jumped dramatically uh, during the pandemic that's starting to turn the other way now and people are starting to look at london again as somewhere to to live and buy buyers across the uk are locking into mortgage rates now as well and the cheapest london rent is now 1200 pounds per calendar month the average monthly rent of a a flat in london's most expensive area has now reached four thousand pounds that's in westminster and the Increases nearly a third since 2021, according to research by Hamptons. This is in the London Evening Standard. It also shows that London rents for flats and houses have risen overall by 12.4% last year. 12 of London's 33 boroughs have now average rents above 2000 per calendar month, and none have rents below 1000 per calendar month. So, apart from that, we have the poem that I said, that I promised you, I would read you as. The last part of the broadcast just a short one today i'm afraid because we're running out of time here in studio but this is our tribute to the queen a writer unknown poem that we found philip came to me today and he said it was time to go i looked at him and smiled as i whispered that i know i then turned and looked behind me and seen as i was asleep all my family were around me and i could hear them weep i gently touched each shoulder with philip by my side Then I turned away and walked with my angel guide. Philip held my hand as he led the way to a world where kings and queens are monarchs every day. I was given a crown to wear or a halo known by some. The difference is up here. They're worn by everyone. I felt a sense of peace. My reign had seen its end. Seventy years I'd served my country as the people's friend. Thank you for the years for all your time and love. Now I'm one of two again, in our palace up above. Right unknown, to the most famous person in the world, may she rest in peace, our beloved queen. That's it from this week's Property Buyers and Sellers podcast. Sorry it's a little shorter than usual, but next week we'll be back with a more comprehensive run for you. Hope you're doing well. Thanks so much for listening and glad to be back and with you. Love to hear your comments, by the way, on the podcast. Please do email me, ken at jamesalexander.com or call us on 0208 679 8601 if you'd like a chat or any advice. Either way, we love to hear from you or just comment below the podcast wherever you're listening. We'd love to hear from you what your thoughts are and if there's any subjects you'd like us to cover or indeed anyone you'd like us to interview. We love a good interview here at JA. So, Have a great week. We'll be back next week. Until then, ciao. Thank you so much for joining us on yet another edition of the Property Buyer and Sellers podcast. You can find out more at our website, jamesalexander.com. You can email me directly, ken at jamesalexander.com. We are estate agents and we can give you hints, tips, tricks, and advice wherever you're buying, selling, moving to, or from. Thanks to Ben Sounds for the intro and outro today and thanks to Jack Bowles for production.